Hey everyone, and welcome to Zero Distortion. Alright guys, so today we're going to be talking about a kind of a surprise one that came out of nowhere. Just scrolling through Reddit and I found out that there's a new EP from this band called Dune. I'm pretty sure it's Dune. It's got the cult U, the V, so... I'm guessing that's, I'm guessing that's Dune. So, Dune has a new EP out called Omega Sever. So, who is Dune? Dune is a progressive post-metal band from the UK. Oh, well, closest things I can really point you towards that sound similar are, like, not older Mastodon, like, Mastodon at this point it's just Mastodon from all of their different iterations they have sludgy tendencies but it's not but not not overly sludgy not nothing like remission era Mastodon they th this is not that band this is like at their craziest and heaviest I would say they're probably around like a Leviathan era Mastodon sound but I would definitely say this definitely leans more towards like uh newer stuff from the ocean or like crack the sky or a mastodon that's that's what these guys remind me of so this ep came out the same day as those new system of a down songs it came out on uh, november 6th so about three days ago and it consists of two tracks and it runs 17 minutes and 26 seconds so yeah welcome to post metal in case you haven't heard it before and if you haven't heard of these guys they've got another like really well loved at least in the reddit prog metal community album their last full length called uh, Asheron which is a concept album which I don't completely understand. It's got some sci-fi kind of themes going on in it. And I've listened to it. It's been a long while since I listened to it, but it's really good. A lot of people swear by it. I don't know. I have to go back and listen to it more because I, I, I do enjoy it. I just, maybe I didn't really get it. But anyways, I kind of thought, well, I didn't think these guys broke up. I just kind of was like, I would scroll through Bandcamp and I would, the Asheron would come up and I was like, what happened to these guys? Like, where are they? What are they doing? And, you know, I'm not one of those guys that it's got to be a band that I'm like, that I've been listening to for years and I've been obsessed with like Tool Between the Buried and Me Slipknot. Like, those are the bands where it's like, what are they up to? And I'm going to go and dig for it. But other bands, I'm going to be like, no, it's okay. I'll wait and uh, hopefully get a nice little surprise shock, you know, when something happens. Or I'll get a not-so-nice surprise shock when I find out that they broke up. Like, when I got into Slice the Cake last year, I think. Year before last or last year. And... I was like, hmm, so this band is no longer in existence. That's great. That's fine. 
it's it's fine. I didn't want any new music from them or anything. They're not like you know one of my favorite bands of like the past like half decade. It's okay. It's it's fine. It's okay. But for real, it's okay because slice of cake is back now and they are talking about new music so like all aboard the hype train <laughs> i can't wait i can't wait but we're not talking about slice the cake we is not time for dessert it is time for uh i i don't i don't i don't have a joke i don't have a pun there i i tried to find one and uh yeah failure so anyways we're going to go ahead and dive into these these tracks here all right so <laughs> usually i kind of give my first impressions here and then i talk about you know how i felt after listening to this for a little bit of time this came out on friday I first discovered it on Sunday and listened to it on Sunday. And these are my thoughts. This is basically my very first impressions of this this album, this little EP. It's it's very good stuff. It's awesome. I'm hoping that this is them gearing up for a full-length follow-up to Ashron because if if they're bringing what they brought here, this is this is going to be something this is going to be something fun, something really special for this year. So, starting off, we've got Omega Severer. Immediately, this sounds different from their last album. It's far less sludgy and more on the post-metal side. But it does, it does give way to some kind of crunchy Mastodon-esque sounds soon into the song. The clean singing sections early on, I'm not very familiar with this band, but they remind me of Al, is it Alcest, Alcest? I, I've always called them Alcest, but I think it's Alcest. Uh, the, the very little that I've heard of them, these bands are quite different, but it, it kind of has that same feel as some of the stuff from uh, Alcest's was it spiritual uh, I can't remember what it's called their album that came out this year it's either this year or late last year I'm losing track of stuff but this is a different kind of post metal they're kind of that wispy dreamy like shoegaze kind of post metal whereas th this is your this is your classic not ugly, but like atmospheric and heavy kind of like Isis, the ocean. Um, what's that other one? Pelican, things like that. I'm kind of name dropping here. I These are all bands that I remember from my formative metal years. Just kind of getting into the stuff and trying to find like heavier stuff, more interesting stuff and that's that's what I found. I found post metal and I didn't really get into it until more recently when I kind of became obsessed with the ocean and you know a lot of these other atmospheric black metal bands and like atmospheric death metal bands that kind of mix post metal in like um Kardashev is a good one. 
they're they're really good great band wish their albums were longer (laughs) but anyways so the song seems to flow from this earlier part really seamlessly the first part of the song that has the it's kind of got clean vocal sections that break away into these heavy sections with like sludginess and almost growled vocals but it's really still kind of that post-metal du jour if you will when it comes to the vocals but after that part the song kind of flows into this section with kind of female vocals not quite sure what she says i don't know if she even says anything she could just be singing i couldn't make anything out and you know they've got a pretty nice solo in there too It feels really far off and almost buried, like the intentional kind of buried, not like, oh, it's buried in the mix. Like it's intentionally meant to be kind of far out, far out there sounding. And that's that's pretty cool. And uh, then the female vocals, they get wild and unorthodox. Like think of the ones in Knife Party by Deftones. I wrote the wrong song. I I wrote Digital Bath down, but it's actually Knife Party. I could have sworn that it was uh, Digital Bath, but now, yeah, it's Knife Party. Those high-pitched, just screaming, wailing female vocals. It's, it's, it, they start off really nice and really light, but then they kind of break into that wildness and... (laughs) It's, it's really something like they they do have a, a great grasp on how to kind of build a segment of the song and then also the best way to transition that part to the next as opposed to just kind of abruptly doing it they're they're very good at that the harsh vocals are they're on point it's almost like a mix of Troy from Mastodon it's like which one do you mean for Mastodon? It's like Troy or Brent. And I don't know, Brent has a different quality to his screams. Troy has like that just like earthy, dirty, nasty, like like he just rose out of a freaking anthill. Like that's that's what Troy's voice sounds like. Like he came out of an anthill. Ugh. It's like a mix of Troy and Loic from the ocean maybe it's closer to the ocean's earlier vocalist meta i think he's called like it's just it just says meta anyways then you get into this really tripped out section that you can just get lost in before the heaviness returns it's it's almost like a kind of like a tool like segment kind of like um what is that song uh schism you know the midsection i'll probably talk about that a lot on this show because that's that's one of those that's one of my favorite segments of any song ever made ever and a lot of things out there are gonna make me think of that song so this really feels like evolution here the last album as i remember is pretty heavy and pretty sludgy but this is like a move towards something more nuanced than than what i remember it's been a while since i listened to ash around but i kind of i remember it being pretty 
pretty layered, but this this feels even more so. This doesn't sound like the band I remember. Then again, I could be totally off base here, but this this I, I'm gonna I'm gonna catch some flack, but this sounds like the post metal album I wanted from the ocean this year, at least so far. I hate to say it, I do enjoy the ocean's latest, but it seems like not just with me, but the general consensus is that the Mesozoic part, the first two songs, the first 20 minutes of the album is really, really good, really great, really promising. And then the rest of it, the Cenozoic part is just lacking. And that's very upsetting because I, I want to like the album more than I do. I honestly think I need to hear the whole album in context with Phanerozoic one as well i feel like i need to experience those albums together as one whole like you know hour and a half hour and 40 minutes whatever it is the one thing i'm gonna say about omega sever it's a really good song the ending riff does seem to go on for a bit it could probably be shortened and you know not have the song be as long if if i can nitpick about that i i it's a small thing, but, you know, I love my long songs, but sometimes when things get a little bit long and drawn out, it's, uh, it's not, it's not that attractive. Now we get of Blade and Carapace. This one sounds like, uh, what I was initially expecting. So, this one is heavy and really thrashy to begin with. It starts off with, like, this this really thrashy riff and then you know it kind of slows it down for a sec and gives you some sludgy goodness one thing they're really good at is keeping the tempo up not like it doesn't have to be like super fast paced but they keep the tempo like they keep the tempo going they keep it nice and high and they never get too slow or you know god forbid drone I, I can't do drone. One day I might try to listen to like some Sun O or something and try to understand drone metal, but I, I just can't. I've been trying since I was like 20 to understand drone metal and I don't know. I don't think it's for me. That's probably one genre that you're never going to see on the channel. You're probably not going to hear a lot of black metal either not a huge black metal fan i like atmospheric dsbm but i'm not like a huge black metal guy i'm more on the side of obviously progressive metal most things on this channel might end up being progressive sorry but at least i like all different kinds of progressive like you know sludge post metal death metal uh to an extent black metal um alternative metal yeah we've covered a decent amount of stuff on this on this uh show but you know it's only the beginning we're <laughs> we're only on like what is this episode 14 14 15 15 wow that's it's wild anyways let's let's not get all sappy here another really nice solo comes in early on 
and it's followed by another one of those kind of wandering riffs, almost akin to some of Mastodon's more dreamy stuff from maybe Blood Mountain or Crack the Sky, like parts of The Last Baron or um, The Czar, or probably the one the one that immediately came to mind. The one that immediately came to mind, you know, is This Mortal Coil, probably the most underrated song on Blood Mountain. I mean, Hand of Stone is great. Hunters in the Sky is amazing. Sometimes I wonder if Circle of Sisquatch is underrated or not. I don't know because I don't really talk to people about Mastodon a lot. And I don't really, most of what I hear about Circle of Sisquatch is awesome. I just never hear like this is the best song on the album. I wouldn't say it's the best, but I would say it's like, it's top tier. It's like top three on the album for me, probably. Like, mm, Sleeping Giant, This Mortal Coil, and uh, Circle of Sisquatch, like in no particular order. <laughs> like, sorry, Crystal Skull. I, I love Crystal Skull. That might be number four for me. But anyways, <sighs> so... <laughs> the drummer really goes off at this part too where this like really dreamy riff is there's incredible drumming throughout but he has a remarkable drum solo here it's it's really good stuff they're very talented musicians and the vocalist ah, I'm sorry I don't know his name the vocalist shows that his range is pretty vast showing like low growls and mids and very nice singing the heavy riffs they almost swirl kind of like how i've talked about warforged they kind of have these riffs that swirl a little bit and it's almost like they it's almost like they suck you in a little bit it's really <laughs> it's really interesting how bands can do that like whether like whether it's effects driven or not but yeah it really pulls you into the music that they make and there's some kind of synth in the background near the end, I think, along with the lead guitar. I could be wrong. It could be something totally different. I don't know. But there's something back there that, that caught my ear when I was listening. And again, if I may nitpick just a little bit, the ending seems just a little bit drawn out. But, I mean, I guess that's the product of the genre, you know. Post-metal is, you know known for its extended compositions if you will you know 10 15 minute long songs it's just great i love that it's just you can do that right by putting together a bunch of really good riffs that don't outstay their welcome and enhance each other or you can do it the wrong way and just kind of latch on to an idea and just make that idea happen over and over and over and for a long time that's not really what happens here it's it's not a bad thing it's not it's fine like it's not super repetitive at the end but it feels like it could overstay as welcome it feels like if it had gone on for a few more seconds or one or two more measures i would have been like okay that's that's quite enough of that but either way overall uh, this is a great unexpected <laughs> EP from a band I was afraid may have vanished and 
some parts were a little long-winded, but nothing too terrible to deal with. I definitely recommend this thing. I mean, they've got it up for Name Your Price on Bandcamp, which is not silly. I almost said silly. It's crazy. Because uh, this this is definitely worth $5. I'll definitely toss $5 at it. I want to listen to it some more. I should have listened to it some more before I recorded this, but at the same time, it's like, I got to get some, I got to get some content for you guys. Cause, um, you know, even though there's only like, I don't know, two of you out there, it's just, I mean, <laughs> if I'm going to be creating content, I, I should be creating content. So, you know, that's, that's, that's it for, that's it for Omega Severer. All right, guys, that's gonna that's gonna do it. I'm cooking up cooking up some other stuff along with that other that analysis I spoke of. Well, I guess I can talk a little bit more about it now. The analysis forthcoming of One Voice by Warforged, which is probably the biggest undertaking I've had so far as a podcaster it's not a huge series it's just in the format that i try to do these that i want to try and do these analysis analyses analyses these analysis episodes that i do i i want to try and look deeper into the stories that are involved in some some albums and kind of peel back the peel back the curtain a little bit and try to try to get into it myself because I feel like I lose things when it comes to concepts I don't pick up on them I pick up on the music I pick up on the the surface I pick up on the tangible I pick up on what's there immediately first music then I pick up on or first music and vocals, then lyrics, and then later on, if there's a story to it, I kind of, oh, I kind of pick it up. But usually, it's that that comes way later. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be a bear, but that it's 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 fun. I have finished the actual musical analysis. There's some areas I want to kind of go back and tighten up and make sure I'm not leaving anything out when doing these analysis. I find that I talk a lot about the music like, oh, man, this riff and, you know, this time signature and this and that. And oh, yeah, and the vocalist is there. (laughs) So I'm trying to kind of iron that out and make sure I don't do that so much, which eh, it's it's a process. And I found uh, there's a double album that just came out. It's, It's actually a gent artist. Which I haven't really been into gent. I haven't really like dug into some gent since I guess about a year ago when uh oh god, it wasn't a year ago, was it? No. No. It was like it's almost two years now. Oh wow. Ooh. Since uh Hail Stan came out, Periphery's last album. That's the last time that I really like went in on gent. And then I think I kind of ran myself ragged because I listened to like Periphery and some Tesseract. And I think I dug a little bit deeper into Viljarda at that time. And 
uh, well, I put Gent down and I quit messing with it because I was tired of hearing it. But I found another artist on Bandcamp and they released a freaking like hour and three quarter, three quarters long double album. So that's one thing I'm kind of probably going to cover because it's 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 pretty good. It's pretty it's pretty doggone good. Especially it's another one of those one person music projects like so many are nowadays, which is really cool. And then I'm thinking about covering a certain album that came out last year that excited me a lot because it's very novel in that it's two songs and you have to listen to them at the same time to really truly fully experience the album. I'm still toying with how I want to deal with that. If you're into progressive metal, you probably, especially if you're on Reddit, if you're on r slash prog metal, you probably already know who I'm talking about. So that's the stuff that's kind of in the uh, hopper, if you will, that I'm trying to suss out in my brain. So guys, that I'm, I'm going to wrap it up here because I'm getting to the point of rambling. If you enjoyed this episode or any other and you want to support, you can pledge to my Patreon at patreon.com slash x3r0 distortion. Or you can click the support button on my anchor profile. You can follow me at x3r0 distortion on Twitter. And that's going to do it for me. I'll see you guys real soon. Until next time. <laughs>